I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the new moon in Gemini, which I would like to back up and walk towards with your indulgence. I'm going to back up just a little bit to give this moon some context. Um, The first point that I want to go back to is actually way back. It's December 21st, 2012. That was was the Mayan shift. It was the end of the Mayan calendar. And that marked when our solar system was uh, officially going back into consciousness, coming out of 2,000 years of unconsciousness. We talk about this a lot uh, in... Uh, with the members at be the evidence.live. So I don't, I don't want to go too much into it. And I've talked in, in, in other um, podcasts before about this. So I, I don't want to reinvent the wheel, but it, we are going back into consciousness, which, which at the, at the moment for this point in time feels rough, but it's because it's like someone has turned on the lights and we're having to face the things that happened in unconsciousness for a very long time. So it feels like um, the past keeps coming back with the vengeance, but really it's because it's fading off and trying to end, but we actually do have to face it. It doesn't just disappear. Okay. Then going forward to 2020, same day, 12-21-20 was the Jupiter-Saturn great conjunction at zero degrees Aquarius. And it, again, I don't want to go too far into it because we've talked about this before, but um, you'll recall that that opened up a roughly 200-year cycle of the two of them, Saturn and Jupiter, meeting up in air signs for about every 20 years. So I say roughly 200 years because the, the times in, be- in between them being in signs kind of overlap a little bit, um, but about 200 years is consciousness opening up. And so then go forward to the end of 2021, Venus started her retrograde shadow, retrograde cycle. She started out, she started her shadow uh, November 17th and then went retrograde uh, December 19th. And when she was in her retrograde cycle in Capricorn, uh, we, we overlapped with a Mercury retrograde between Aquarius and Capricorn. So Aquarius and Capricorn still, and that Mercury retrograde cycle with Venus involved was about understanding that our opening of consciousness is pivotal to the closing down and uh, dismantling of control systems, traditions and rules that don't apply anymore, um, stories that we've told ourselves that have become obsolete. The rigidity of how we've been living is, is falling apart. And you can see it in the world around you, but you can see it within yourself too. The key point of it, because the Mercury retrograde started in first Deacon Aquarius, is your own opening of consciousness. So for 2022, I've been saying that my opinion is this is this is the year up for uh, liberation of the individual. Liberation of the individual because the Mercury retrograde cycles, um, they the first three main ones. There's a there's a final one at the end of the year that overlaps into the next year, but for the first three full ones uh, this year. They all start out in first deacon air and go into third deacon earth. Um, Past that Mercury retrograde, Venus went under besiegement in Aquarius. And that was that, remember, that was whenever 
uh, the instruction was we need to let the feminine lead, meaning since Venus is a receiver, she leads in what she wants to receive as either an experience or an emotion, and then action follows that to back it up. If we just have action in front, if we have the masculine in front with no direction about what you actually want to receive as a result, then it can be all over the place. Um, and so trying to train ourselves to have intention be in front of action, that went on for months. And so around the first three year, during that Mer Mercury retrograde cycle and uh, Venus, in her retrograde cycle, I was saying at the time that very soon, probably within weeks, not so much months, although it could be months, but more like weeks, your old way of being is going to become the new. And so at, at that time, at the beginning of the year, there's a future forward you that your consciousness has been trying to open up to. And it, it was almost like, I mean, I, I know that there's a future forward me, but I don't know how to get there. It seemed weird. And I was saying pretty soon it's going to reverse, that you will be living in the future forward you and the old version of yourself is the one that will start to seem weird, okay? Since we are at the first lunation outside of the eclipses, that's bringing us out of the eclipse cycle. And this is where we look up and go, what just happened? Now, we're not going to know it fully like we normally would at a lumination because uh, Mercury is still retrograde. It's retrograde until the 3rd of June. But we can start. And, and so during this uh, eclipse cycle between Taurus and Scorpio, um, right before the first eclipse on the 30th, on the 29th, Pluto retrograded. Pluto went retrograde in Capricorn. And when Pluto retrogrades, that's when everything, Pluto was direct October to April. And when it's, when it's direct, we, we've, we talk about this a lot, again, and be the evidence.live, but so I'll make it short here, but it's, it's whenever Pluto's delivering something in the background. You, can, you know something is being delivered, but you can't quite see it because that's just the nature of Pluto. It happens kind of in the shadows. And then when it retrogrades, which again, it started the day before the first eclipse of this cycle, then the things that have been delivered in the background start to become visible. And so you can tell that's happening. I mean, the hot minute that, um, that Pluto went retrograde, secret things started coming out to the surface. Um, I'm debating in my own head right now. I think I'm not going to mention those right here because we talk about these a lot on social media. And again, in, in the weekly calls I do with our members, and I talk about it in other podcasts, and I, I just really don't want to repeat it here, but there's been some dark shit that's come up to the surface since, um, since Pluto retrograded and we had these um, eclipses, and I, and I don't think that's done delivering. I still feel like more is to be revealed about things coming up out of the shadows. And uh, again, since we're going into consciousness, Right. What that really means is that it has to come up to the surface for us to face it and deal with it and then move on. Right. So Pluto retrograde is obviously still happening until October. The first eclipse in Taurus was that uh, is understanding that it was a Newman solar understanding that there's a better way of being. We can have a higher quality of life. We really can. And then the second eclipse on the 16th 
uh, was the T-square. So it was Sun and Taurus to full moon and Scorpio in a T-square to Saturn and Aquarius. And, and that one was saying, essentially, in order to get to a higher way of being, there are some things that, um, there are some things in the shadows that keep patterns rolling, even though they're obsolete, that you need to face, but then get out of there. You don't set up camp in a haunted house, right? So, so, so it, it's the opening of consciousness would say, keep looking at this. Any, anytime an old pattern comes up, look at it again, look at it again. I was mentioning this on social media about, um, about the importance of, with the full moon, uh, full moon lunar and Scorpio, the importance of being willing to uh, be honest and uh, upfront out in the open about um, uh, things that have happened that ke that keep your patterns alive, so that you can you can interrupt the pattern and not go back there, right? Because now we're in a time when your future forward self is trying to become fortified again and again and again, and so every time an old way of giving into pattern comes up, it's to be interrupted, but you're not supposed to stay there. You're not supposed to stay in the story of what happened. It's more and more and more. If you've done your healing work, and I want to be clear about that. If you're at the beginning of your healing work, this does not apply to you. You need to be uh, present and uh, vulnerable and open uh, with yourself and with the assistance of people who are helping you. Um, if you're at the beginning of your healing work, those things need to be faced and not avoided or bypassed. But if you've been doing your healing work for quite a long time and, and the things that, that, that happened to you a long time ago now don't have very much of an emotional charge on them anymore. Like, like personally for me, the things that happened a long time ago, I mean, I'm getting pretty long in the tooth. <laughs> like, like, like I'm in my Chiron return. Okay. So like I've told, I've told the story of what happened. 5,000 times. And, and so it's not that they never have an effect on me. Like sometimes I can feel a pattern starting to want to rear its head. And I'm like, nope, mm -mm, that's it. That's, I, that we are, I said, we're done. We are done with this. No. Nope. And so it takes concentration. If you're, if you're to the point where the, like, like this is how it is for me. And, and, I, and I don't think this is just anecdotal for me because I hear that this happens for other people too in the readings that I do with people is that at some point, um, the things that happened a long time ago might as well have happened either to another person, like it's a story you heard about somebody else, or they might as well have happened in another lifetime. I mean, you understand it, you remember it, but it's not active. And, but, it, but it's also, you know, it's like a scar. You can still see a scar. It's just not a gaping wound anymore. And so to this new moon, the new moon in Gemini at nine degrees, nine is the Mars degree. It's saying, make, active, make an active effort to think of things differently. And specifically, it's thinking about the quality of your life differently because Mercury retrograde, it's at 26, it's starting to station to go direct. At the 26 degree mark, it's only one degree off of where the eclipse happened. It's keeping that T-square for Scorpio and, and Aquarius active. It's still delivering. It's, it's being very active and considering the quality of your life and thinking about it differently. So for instance, if you, if you take like, if you think um, my trauma keeps me in pattern, okay? If you turn that on its head, it would be 
huh, that's weird. I wonder why that's here. I don't need that anymore. And then you think differently. You can let it go. If you think um, that you, you are always doing the work, right? If you flip that on its head, you can think of it as I'm always healing. See what I mean? It's, it's taking, it's, it's not denying that things have to be addressed. Sometimes they come up, okay? But they don't have to take over. They don't have to, it can, they don't have to arrest your development. They don't have to um, throw you into pattern and you have to start all over again to get yourself out of pattern. If you concentrate, if you're dedicated, if you're disciplined, that's Saturn, Saturn and Aquarius is get disciplined about um, owning your own energy, of taking responsibility for your own energy. If you concentrate, you could turn that on its head and keep yourself from going into pattern. Because again, what's happening is the opening of our consciousness and a new way of being and your future forward self is trying to become the new normal. And it's becoming the new normal when in the collective, there's very high turbulence. Things are coming up out of the shadow. There are people in deep resistance who do not want to change. In fact, there's, there's so much happening there's a lot happening in Taurus. So it's Venus, Uranus, North Node, Mercury retrograde, all in Taurus. That is, um, there's a better way of being. You can go ahead and, and own that there. But if you're going to own that there's a better way of being, we're going to have to solve some problems along the way too. We have to solve the problems in order to uh, better the quality of life for, for all of life. At the same time, Jupiter and Mars in Chiron should be that you stand in the name of something important. Some things have to be protected. But if you're in deep resistance to changing the quality of life on the planet, which means you have to take responsibility for your own energy, which means you, we have to face shadow, which means we have to face the things that have happened before because we're try, trying to draw them to a close and heal them and seal them off, which means that you stand in the name of something important. If you're in resistance to all of that, then that would mean that the only quality you see is how things have been done so far. And fuck, no, we won't go. We ain't changing shit. Okay. And that means that that Aries energy would get inflamed and be willing to fight for it in ways that are destructive. So we've talked about this a lot since the, the end of 2021 and into 2022. What you're experiencing is a splitting of worlds. There are people, there are systems, entire systems who are like, <clears throat> not changing. Nope. And meanwhile, liberation of the individual, people who are like, oh yeah, there's a better way of being and we're going to get there, whatever it takes. There's, that's a very different experience of the world. It's deep conflict and aggression and shadow and secrets and darkness and feeling like we're doomed and we're going down. Or there's, well, the problems we need to solve keep presenting themselves. Huh? <laughs> And they're serious. Woo. They're serious, but we're still going to solve them. We're still going to solve them. And we get there by each individually. That's the current instruction with the Mercury retrogrades from first deacon air to third deacon earth is you concentrate on your own awakening. And for people who feel like they, they are very awake, you can become even more awake. It never stops. And you fortify it. You become disciplined about it. You focus on it. And you stay with it all the time. And you stay honest. You stay honest with yourself. Stay honest about when it's difficult. 
stay honest about how far away people feel. Right now, the space in between people feels very vast. And that is tough for humans. Humans are pack animals. We need each other. So the distance between and the silence between us and the non-communication and the, the, the presumption of what the other person's doing and, and the lack of collaborative effort, okay? All of those can really be felt strongly. And, and we're, we're, gonna have to, we're gonna have to go find each other. We're gonna have to find each other again. There are all kinds of reasons why the distance between has become so vast. But now we're gonna have to go find each other. But we don't get there. We don't, we don't just jump to um, finding each other in the same way that we did before the world started changing. It's we find ourselves, we find each other. And to find yourself, you've got to be honest about who you are. You can't create a false self to make other people happy anymore. You can't live in an old way of being that was distress-based on patterns that took hold that you haven't found a way to get out of, or you found a way to get out of, but they keep taking over again. You got to break free of all of that. And what you're trying to do is to get into, again, your higher way of being that's free of the stories that you used to tell yourself about how it's always been, it's going to be forever and ever. The stories you tell yourself about how this is the only outcome and therefore I won't consider anything else. Okay, getting, getting caught up in, in the way it's always been, the way you thought it was going to be. There's no other option. I can only see this one outcome. That, all that has to, has to break down so that you can go into the unknown with um, discovery rather than fear so that you can make new, better, higher quality connections without applying old patterns to them. Okay. And so, so just a little bit of a foreshadow and we'll, we'll get into it more as, as we get closer to it, but Pluto going into Pluto's going to hit 27 degrees again. Remember that's the U S is, um, uh, the Pluto return for the U.S.'s Declaration of Independence. Um, that's that's going to require that you remain centered within your own consciousness and your own aim for a higher way of being and a higher quality of life. And we solve problems and we defend vulnerability. You're going to, have to stay within all of that and not fall into the trap of control systems flaying on the way on the way down. And the trap is fight each other. Be afraid. You need me in that order. And it's very important to not fall into those. And I, we'll, we'll keep talking about it along the way, but we're gonna have to support each other in that. Fight each other, be afraid you need me is not the answer. That is very old paradigm. That is a way that's crumbling. It's over. You can't make the solar system go backwards. <laughs> we are going, we are going up, not down. And so this new moon, it's, it's first deacon, so it's personal. It's you fortifying yourself and being very active in taking really del deliberate action in staying in the new, thinking of things differently. When you find yourself in pattern, interrupt the pattern, interrupt it and turn it into future forward. And we just keep going, keep going together, no matter what. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one -on -one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.